All right. Well, we want to welcome you to the Going Places podcast. Camden Clark here, uh, December 22nd. This is your little early Christmas special for you, but we have something special for you today. We got, of course, on his fifth appearance on the Going Places podcast, of course, the always great J. Caleb Clark, and only for his second appearance, Jeff Wilkins, who have both been on before, but they got something a little special for you that they want to do. We're going to have a good conversation. We hope you enjoy it. So, I'm gentlemen. In, I'm in the lead. I don't know. Has it really been five times? Yeah. You, you need to you need to broaden your circle of people. <laughs> we have. I we mean, were... I'm tap. I'm a, a tap whale, man. Well, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's five. It's five of a like almost two years. So you got to look at it like that. I'm jealous. <laughs> of, right. Two in two years. Okay. So, so. Yeah. What what number of podcast is this for you? Seven. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. You know, I heard uh, an average. Of no, seventy four. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said like like ninety percent of podcasts don't make it to their twentieth podcast, mm-hmm. and then like. Out of those twenty percent, ninety percent of them don't make it to like fifty mm-hmm. or something like that. Like yeah. it, was a, it was a really really high number. So kudos to you. We're beating the odds. Yeah, really. I mean, that's consistency, and that's what it boils yeah. down to. It's, it's just consistency every time, pretty much anything. Well, know. I know a guy who started a podcast, and he he wanted to. He was really passionate about it, but I guess just some things weren't going the way he wanted to. He was at nineteen. And I and I told him that stat. And we had talked about it. Oh, so you heard it before too, then? But, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he uh, but he made it to episode twenty. Picked up, did a few more after that. He really started picking up after that. He does very well. He does better than we do, probably. But right. I mean, it's just gonna show you. And then he made it to fifty, and we we made it to fifty in I guess like April or May. Yeah. But. Yeah. Know, man. I think too. I think the more you do it, the more you get used to it. So, like, for me, it's, like, second nature in a way, so I can just, you know, set it down and we can just start it off. Right. Yeah, congratulations. Well, thank you, man. Merry Christmas. Too. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas to y'all as well. Merry yeah. Christmas I see well. your audience as well. So, yeah. yeah. I guess this will drop after Christmas, though, right? It'll drop tomorrow. Oh, oh all right. Hey. I like we'll right. fishing. Yeah. <laughs> getting it out, man. Yeah, yeah. So, Christmas special. So, I guess this, this kind of started with, uh, Camden, you asked me a couple... I feel like a couple months ago. I don't know. It was like a month ago. Yeah. Okay. So it feels like. Yeah. It feels like. Feels it feels like. Feels like it. When you're when you're 39 or what 40 or what, 37. When you're in your late 30s and early 40s, it, a month feels like four, yeah. four years. <laughs> Days, months, years run together. It's, so it's, it's a long string. That's right. Stress, <laughs> stress, fear, and pain. Just, that's right. <laughs> what did you say you want for Christmas? Peace and quiet? Peace and quiet, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I request every year is peace and quiet, and, and no one's you given to me yet. <laughs> so. Maybe one day, man. Right. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, then a month ago, you you asked me about coming on and asked you about topics you threw out, I guess, theology and politics and where I was working at now and things changing and stuff like that. Because I know last time I was on, I was working for the town of Blacksburg. So, um, obviously, a lot changed there, but I thought it'd be good. I've, I've listened to several of your podcasts and had the opportunity, and I know, you know, fatherhood and, um, You've had politicians on. You've had all kind of different people and personalities on for different reasons. Um, so that'd be good to talk about maybe friendship and brotherhood. Um, Absolutely, and, that's a great idea. And then also travel because it'll kind of fold into our story and then also um, how that's played a part in our lives. But um, yeah, so just wanted to come together for that. I'll kind of let you. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. I mean, I think that's one thing that like. And I would say probably the last three months. And last time he was on, played a big part of it. But I noticed, and this wasn't even intentional, but I kind of noticed a theme 
kind of mountain with some of the guests that we had. It was it was kind of things along that area, kind of you know, family life, you know, like you know, becoming better, bettering yourself, uh, fatherhood, um, just really things that I took. You know, I got a lot out of. I felt, and I think that's one thing that I always enjoy is that if I'm just recording it, podcast aside, if I'm just talking to someone else and I get so much out of it, that's like. The podcast is just kind of a plus for me after that at that point. But I noticed that. And just a couple different guys that we had had on that I had talked to, I kind of felt that coming up. And I loved it because, you know, there's just something kind of, I guess, interesting, but at the same time, uh, fulfilling, too, about that, too. And then, of course, just things like that and traveling. You know, I love that. I haven't done it very much, but I like it. And I like talking to people who have. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, like you guys... You guys have known each other pretty much since you were my age, so yeah. How did that kind of? I was thinking about that earlier earlier today, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, you were a you were a forced come over one day because Emily came over with Lacey, and I think you had to come over with her, something like that. Because I know we we met because of Lacey and Emily, if my memory from that far back serves me. Yeah. Right. So so Lacey is. Lacey's my sister. sister. Yeah. Emily's your sister. I don't think I've met your sister. Yeah. My sister, she lives in Charleston, so oh, well, she's probably. she's a little bit older than Lacey, and they had become friends through church here at Buffalo, so, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think my memory served me right. I, I do think Jake Hill's mom kind of set up a... Uh, a play date. Yeah, play date. <laughs> All right, boys. Play date. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Cause, <laughs> because I think he was, he was in sixth grade, and I was in eighth, um, I think. Um, and uh, I remember... I knew him from the bus, so we rode just the same bus. Yeah. Um, and our sister sat together. Um, so I remember this sleepy headed kid sitting beside me and kind of falling asleep. Every. You know, every... <laughs> so I'm just like, who is this? Um, but no, yeah, I think it started there, just hanging yeah. out together and yeah. not sure what would come of it. Definitely not what has became of it. So. It's been super cool to, to see and be a part of, for sure. It seems like it would be very cool. And then, like, and you, I'm just in my head thinking about this, you know, 6th and 8th grade, that's kind of on opposite ends of, like, coming out of middle school and going into middle school. Right. When you're, like, now, it doesn't matter at all, but, like, then, that's kind of a interesting yeah. gap I mean, of age, we're, too. We're old school, right? So, Blacksburg, um, Blacksburg was 7th through 12th grade at the time. Yeah. So, matter of fact, Jake Hill's class was the last one to come through like that. He, as they they stepped up through the grades, eighth grade, seventh grade, folded back down into what became middle school, and then eighth, and so on, and then it became the ninth grade campus. Um, but we didn't, yeah, we didn't have all that. So it kind of led into him being ultimately in the sixth, and then and coming to the high school, which at that time. Probably for him as well. It's still scary because you're a seventh grader. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And, so. you know, you, I was the baby for three years running, you know. So, like, the girl game was shot because, you know, if you, if you couldn't get a girl your age. It had to be a year younger. And so, like, I was constantly the baby. So, like, you know, it's three years of Wait, why is a that? barren desert. Huh? Why couldn't you get a girl your age? Because, like, because uh, uh, all the girls my age want the girl, guys that are older than them. So, like, for you to find a, land a girlfriend. You got to be the guy that's older than them. You just got to act like that. Exactly. I like it, Camden. Well, when you're seventh grade. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> you're slinging, you're, you're, oh, God. you're pitching woo. A skill set is not going to be very high. 
Yeah. So, uh, especially when you're when you're you know like for me I'm, I'm I've got braces I'm probably like ten pounds over for ten fifteen pounds overweight I do nothing no activities no sports. I have no nothing in my corner to be like, hey, girl, what's up? You need yeah. to get whipped into yeah, shape. Is yeah. What you- <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, uh, but he's right though. I mean, that's you, you bring up a great point of that. You know, that age disparity at that point is a little bit more. It's a little more hypersensitive. Yeah. You know, where our age now, it's irrelevant. You know, but right. then, but I mean, yeah, and like, and well, and, and even our our interests and skill sets. I mean, like he was athletic, baseball, football, and I was not even in any of those circles as far as it goes. But like our our friendship just. Uh, you know, hit off and, and stayed that way, stayed strong all the way, you know, till now as far as it goes. You know, um, but definitely through high school, he spent he spent more time at my house than 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 any. I mean, all the time. Yeah, that's so, awesome. I will say I had to scoop down to his grade level to, to get my girlfriend and my future wife. Hey. So I'm talking about that's just the way it is. You did. give a little, you get a little. It did right? go that way for a lot. <laughs> exactly. Girls always want to date older guys for some reason. Like, and, and blacks are so small. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it. It's like pool, yeah. you're dipping into man. Yeah. My poor wife. You're in the shallow end. Uh, that's exactly right. I was in the shallow end. Shallow end for three years straight. Yeah. yeah. Tenth, tenth grade changed all that. But ninth, but seventh through ninth, it was. A rough go, not to go off on a tangent, but right. Yeah. Somebody wants to say I'm dating a middle schooler. Exactly, that is true. Seriously, but you see, back then it's like if the campus was set up differently, that almost complicates it more. Right. Well, and and for us it wasn't. I mean, it was all all intermingled. Just you were, you were just as a guy, you were the 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 lowest grade. You were the lowest male on totem pole. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even fathom now how they made that work. Like that many. It, well, it was a small school, but and the class sizes weren't as large. But I tell you what, if they did it today, it would be a zoo. It would just yeah. be chaos. And it was. I remember it being even, even crazy then, just because the, the halls would kind of be packed because you just had the square yeah. on the bottom floor yeah. and so, the square. Changes really. Yeah. No, because yeah. if I go there now, like I, I go there a couple times a week for different things, and it's like it's it's the square, but you get lost in the square. Right. Like, and like everybody's everywhere, and I, I've told my I've told a lot of people this. I might have shared this on the podcast, but it's like everybody's everywhere. There's always one girl that's just yelling at nobody. Right. It's just. Right. It, yeah. it, I've had astral actions. I'm not joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, much like he said, we, I don't know, uh, something transcended all those things like sports and, you know, creativity because I didn't have a creative bone in my body. But I, I think it's just, I don't know, it was just commonality of uh, just enjoying one another, hanging out. We did like video games, so yeah. we we tended to kind of you know drift towards that, and um, but I think there there's a lot of factors that probably played into it at the you know that time in our lives. So for me, I know one thing was it was kind of nice not being around the, the athletic squad. Um, That's interesting. Being a little bit different. Um, so uh, and, and we were close proximity wise. I lived right over here on Draper Road, which is about a mile away. Yeah. And with the church. So, I mean, you know, in terms yeah. of, of being around each other, uh, at a church, we were there. Uh, cause you, would you, was you already coming to Buffalo at that time or did you come? I started, I started coming to Buffalo about <clears throat> when I was 12 and then, I I've been right there behind you, right yeah, there at you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but kind of came more closer through church and, and we picked up on again, like just hanging out, playing video games, and and then as we, you know, as we age, we play paintball, and and but the biggest things was that I remember is probably 
my 10th grade year, I think. Um, and he would have been in the 8th at that point. But it was, it became almost like I became uh, a part of his household almost, uh, like living with him. So it became more like a family to me. So um, <clears throat> all my brothers and sisters had moved off, and I didn't really have that close bond with anybody. So uh, for me, I spent most every weekend and as the years went along even more weekends and I would intentionally get snowed in over at his house and you know his dad would come and pick me yeah, up and, if, it, if, it, if it wasn't if like it snowed in if, if he was over at his house yeah before we'll drive we'll, get, we'll go get Jeff and bring him back over to the house and he yeah. stayed till the snow melted yeah I think yeah. we took showers like never wow for five no, days that's awesome <laughs> no it was it was not a clean room or clean, or clean children no yeah. yeah but you know I remember like coming over and um you have to understand I'm talking about I don't know when you drew that in your room but the whole yeah the whole mm. can talking about he had you know uh, Marvel characters and then cartoon characters as far as uh, Scooby and Shaggy I believe it was and and I remember him drawing it on his wall before it ever got painted and just like God this guy's you know super creative like, so you were artsy even then and- yeah yeah I, I started actually drawing I really started drawing stuff right about that time too it had been about 5th 6th grade when I started trying to draw comic characters awesome. And so I was around 12, I think, when I, I put the Hulk on the wall, which, and, and, and to, to go off on a tangent, he's no longer on the wall anymore. He got painted over a couple oh, weeks ago. He's, okay. He is hostile of the... So you left it that way for a long time? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, it stayed on there. My, I, I drew it, and Mama painted it, and then it stayed there until uh, mid-November this year, or end of November this year. So they painted it at 104? Mm-hmm. So you grew up in, like, that house? yeah. So you've literally just made a I, jump. But my parents left, not me. Not, not, my parents moved out, not me. Yeah, uh, I made them leave. Wow. <laughs> I said, you out. got five years to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> or, else, or else things are going to stop. You got five minutes to get off of this property. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mom and dad, well, I mean, mom and no, not to, again, mom, yeah, I've been in there for, you know, for 37 years now. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mom and dad moved out. The, you don't know if you've probably never been in our house, but there's steps in the, in the, in the master bedroom. I have one time. It's downstairs. And so there's steps. And so mom and dad, mom and dad had me, had me and Lacey both kind of late in life. Mama had me when she was 36. Oh, wow. And so, you know, by the time I'm, you know, 20, they're about 21, uh, them going up and down the steps was playing pretty good on their knees. Yeah. And they wanted a smaller house. So they moved to Dravo and then they built a house on, and they come back and built a house on, on my property or on the property or whatever. But yeah, yeah. 37 years strong, bro. That's cool. Yeah. I am a homebody. I can tell. <laughs> but like at the same time you you like venturing out, I feel like, at times. Yeah. When those are reasons, but ultimately you like to See, I think most people are like that though. I think there are people that really just like to be away from home and just be out in kind of a neutral spot a lot of times. But I think there are also people mm. most people ultimately need like they want like a stable place to just like yeah. be at. Yeah. Well, you got to what you know. You know? Yeah. You, you go for your comfort or whatever. But yeah, yeah and, you know, the, the going out and traveling yeah. is, is is it's nice to get away. Even though something I'll I'll kick and scream the whole entire way till I get there. But like I don't want to travel. I'm mean, I don't want to drive. I don't want to fly. You know, if that's the if if the goal is to get to a point, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to make that make that trip. But you know, uh, I ultimately like it when I get started. So you like going to the place you don't like getting there. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Most of, and and I and I've actually softened on that a little bit now. But yeah, uh, the the travel part gets especially from flying, flying more than, more so than driving. Right. Um. But uh. But yeah. Are you yeah. like that too, Jeff? Uh, I do always tend to gravitate back towards home, but it, it, 
home for me was different just because it, when I say his house was like my home, I, I literally was there probably half the time, um, especially as I got older and was able to make my own decisions and uh, whether that was, you know, in senior high and just saying to my parents, hey, I'm going to J. Caleb's for the weekend or, um, uh, you know, during college especially. I'm talking about there was, there was weeks I'd stay there, I felt like, and uh, it was just, you know, and it's something about that because – there's been different branches in our life or different roads that have taken us different places. And my mom moved to Colorado for a year and, you know, Jake has done different things in his life. I've done different things in mine. Um, but uh, to me, that's kind of the distinction that is being made here is that there's a difference between like friendship and, and brotherhood in a sense, because you could ask me and say, well, how many of your classmates do you still hang out with? You know, I tell you, yeah, none. Um, just because. Josh. That's his Well, yeah, for, but, for Jake, but, he hangs out with Josh or uh, something. But, yeah. but, much zero. but for for me, and that kind of happened later in life too, even for you. I'm um, But for for that, we, you know, just in thinking in terms of um, what brought that about, it, a lot of it had to do with just, um, I had to bring up your mom just because she had such a, you know, vital uh, important part of that, um, just because she was so welcoming, uh, and and that, um, for that matter. But I know that you know, in my church, we talk about leveraging our life a lot, <laughs> meaning you leverage your home, your car, your finances, uh, wherever you go in life. <clears throat> so, with that being said, I think you know, Brenda used words and she spoke the truth, and, and she she loves Christ. and all those things she gladly stated, but what comes out of that is the fruition of her life and her hospitality. Um, so I think back now, like I was, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice some, but I, I tell my son every time or daughter, every time they go somewhere, use your manners, you know, don't get something without asking those kind of things that I try to tell them. And I can't tell him how many times that, you know, I probably walked in his house and just grabbed a Debbie cake or a snack <laughs> or didn't use any yeah. manners, didn't have any manners. And, you know, she was just always so hospitable. Yeah. And by opening her home, by providing meals, by, you know, just allowing me to come over and be a part of their family and and, and kind of going back to that that statement I made earlier uh, of, of brotherhood, there's 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 been a lot of people come up in my life whether again through high school or through church or whatever it may be um but i don't think there's one person i can pinpoint and be like oh well you know i've stuck it out with that person and there's just a difference there um that's and interesting. I had the opportunity this past year or over the past two years uh to kind of coach softball with mm-hmm. him and it became one of my favorite things like just in life ever just just enjoyed it enjoyed the girls we coached um just enjoy being able to get yeah. back together with him and, and just do that and, and exactly. invest in, in people. And again, it kind of goes back to leveraging our life situations for the benefit of other people. And, you know, that starts somewhere. And Brenda taught that well and moving in her home. So, you know, she's my second mom. I tell her that every time I see her. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love her to death. But so that, I think all of that and just our friendship over time just kind of, uh, it mended into something else and, and just being like, okay, well, me and Jacob don't see each other anymore. We're not really friends. We're, yeah. Yeah. And, right. That's awesome because I think about it like, let me ask you this. 
with y'all both going up in Charles Hill, and you know, I think about you know when you to use the term brotherhood, I think it like you know, I think that's something that Christ taught, and you know, Christian brotherhood, I think that's something that's really emphasized in the church as it should be. So, what would you say? What part did you know God and I guess church, I guess in the youth group especially, you know, that was kind of an interesting group. So tell me how that kind of played out at church. Um, I think it, I don't, there's probably several things I could say about that. Um, <laughs> I figured but, in my head, I'm thinking how can I initially, make it? an interesting uh, question. Uh, this sounds awful, but initially it probably did. Exactly. I, I knew I'm trying. Yeah. 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 So because, Bef- you know, before Bruce. Yeah, I really didn't take church too serious. And then I came. Yeah, yeah, we came and hung out. Uh, well, I slept. Jacob slept a lot. I slept we, a lot too. Yeah. We, I'm, I'm talking about when we talk about playing videos games. We we would not go to sleep. Yeah. And I'm talking about on a Saturday night, and yeah. we'd come dragging into church, yeah. or either we'd go to bed at like six, and his mom would come get us up. Come get us up. Because we were eight. going to church. Yes. Oh, you were going to church? Yeah. Yeah, we were non negotiable. Yeah. yeah. It was either that or what with dad. That yeah. was the option. <laughs> yeah. And what was that? What did that option look like? Because, well, I mean, you know, at that time, dad, you know, he's older now, but back then, he was a very, 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 very active man. And, you know, work sucked. So I didn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I dragged butt out of you bed and uh, chop wood. Yes, literally. Like that would be that would be a task. Yeah, because I mean, for the longest time, mom and daddy had a wood stove. So yeah, chopping wood oh, wow. was in the in 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 the in the mix of things yeah. you could do, depending on time of the year. So, but yeah, you know, I, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, not to not to be moan or or, or or throw shade on some of our previous youth pastors or youth leaders, but before Bruce, it was it was you know it was a mixed bag of leadership. To, you know, I mean, not. To, I mean, I'm not trying to. You know, not that these people didn't have the best intentions, but I mean, you know, it was. It was they had their own lives to live. What that wasn't their calling or their their main duty or anything like that. It was more like let's keep these kids together and keep them from from fighting and doing drugs. And we yeah, do that's, that. we've, that's what I'm, we've accomplished our task. Tell them about the Lord, <laughs> and then you know, let 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 him sort them out from there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it's so, a Bible verse: don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah get out. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but then you know, once Bruce come around, it, it he he definitely uh, brought the youth group together. Uh, you know, and 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 that once that started, it was a very influential part of my life uh, in terms of my direction. Um, you know, with Christ and with with um, just my relationship with God, you know, got took a definitely more serious uh, level at that point. You know, so um, so yeah, I mean, and 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 that that stuck, you yeah. know, even after the youth group. So yeah, and what would that look like today, as far as like, uh, you know, going to different churches, but at the same time, you know, talking to each other, kind of encouraging each other, you know, talking about God with each other. What does that look like? Um. I think it's more in action than, than it is in necessarily us having really elongated discussions on anything. I'm talking about, we'll talk about things. Like, one thing uh, you know, I admire about him is, is the fact that, you know, he, he was a guy that stepped out on faith when it came to uh, his job situation. I'm talking about, I don't know if I would have pulled that trigger or not, but, you know, when I remember we. Uh, we were living in Gaffney at the time, me and my wife, and I think we, we may have had Josiah, and we were walking around the neighborhood, and Jake Caleb came and walked, and he told me his idea, 
about <clears throat> stepping out of Print Depot and, and starting his own his own uh, graphic design company and. And I didn't, I, I had no doubt that he could do it. It's just, to me, that's just a big, scary jump. Um, and and he he's did it. And and to me, it started with faith for him because it had to. I don't, I don't, I don't know what else it would be to, to, to step out and say, hey, I believe that God's given me the ability to do X and I'm going to use X for, for his glory and, and for the, the betterment of, of my family. And for something I enjoy, that's what you know God created us for. So we would enjoy the things He gave us and He gifted us with. And so when it comes down to that, and I knew He was going to do that. And me and him had several conversations about the Print Depot, and I, and I hope this is not speaking uh, over you, but just right. I, I just knew that that wasn't what He was called to for the rest of His life. And I knew He was too talented anyway. So like just in my mind, I, I often thought, God, this guy's just too gifted to be doing business cards or brochures or you know uh, menus and things right. like that I'm, so when he told me that I was like yeah man that's awesome so yeah. so to see him do that and to see where he's at now I think that should encourage anyone including myself yeah. to, to step out and, and, and I have utilized that in ways and other people's life too have impacted me but his as well to be like you know what God's in control he's sovereign of the situation if I entrust him with it, he's he's going to take care of it. So uh, we don't have maybe deep theological conversation, but well, yeah, things happen. Our, yeah, we have, we, we have. have. But I mean, they're not. But generally, what happens in our life and and the way I you know I raise my children the same way he raises his. Wow. And and trying to help my son to understand you know fatherhood and and what a man should be and and my daughter what you know what a, a woman should be and um and of course. Brooke has a huge part in that too and our wives do with our girls but just letting them know and, and then seeing him instill that in our you know uh, our girls on the softball field and that's something I, I hadn't really thought about and that's that's him leveraging his situation that's him utilizing his ability to not only uh, communicate but the girls there love him like they, they do if you were to see him uh, out and about, I saw one of them the other night at a basketball game. His friend up to me and hugged me. I was like, "Who is this?" You know, Aww. and it's just it's just a great feeling. Don't you? you know, you have an impact on on people's lives, and but to see him in that way and to work and across um, different areas of life, um, it, it shows me what his faith is and, and what he's doing with it. So, not to say that any of us are perfect. I'm not. He's not. But it's it, it's fun to see. It's been yeah. fun to watch. It seems like it. That's awesome. I think too. So, you know, you share that moment of supporting him when he had to step out on faith with that. What's one thing that you know? Both of you guys, who you know, are both forty or under. It's like you guys have had very interesting Not lives. Not yet, Camden. Not yet. It's in two days now. I thought you all. <laughs> I just had the party last week. Oh, Bill. <laughs> Don't get a Russian, you want. Still oh, 30. Like He's still in his 30s, okay? Okay, well, anyway. Still in his 30s. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. But, um, so, both of you guys, I think, have had pretty interesting lives in that mm. time span. Mm. Yeah. So, moved to Colorado for a year. Mm. What was the communication like then? I recall. Well, that was, well, I mean, you know. Uh, How long like, ago was that? Uh, it was... 10, oh, oh, that was 2010, 2011, so 
Yeah, about 10, 11 years okay. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, uh, well, for, you know, for him saying to me to for me to do what I did, but I mean, for me to see him move to Colorado, it's, you know, it's the same story going in reverse, you know, because, um, I mean, that's just a huge huge pick up and move situation because you're going out there and you're and even though you may know people but you're you're, you're leaving you know you go to what you know and you're leaving that you're yeah. leaving that that comfort and, and community that you that people that you just you just the familiarity into in, into the unknown and the unknown is usually what we fear the most yeah so i mean for, to watch him step out into that you know and he spoke to it pretty much earlier but uh you know that we both you know as we grew up got married had kids families jobs <laughs> You know, our paths diverted in terms of uh, of direction, and so you know, we there were times where we didn't speak yep. very often or anything like that. You know, and it wasn't a it wasn't a situation of we're not friends anymore or even a we're on the outs. It was just he's doing that now, I'm doing this now. You know, and so the the, the relationship ebbed a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, I, and and the one thing that we didn't try to do was force it back into what it was. And I remember being real sad when he went to Colorado because, I mean, that was a huge gear shift for me because, I mean, up until that point, we were, you know, he, he was in Gaffney. I was in, I was at Print Depot. Um, you know, the the um, consistency of, of, of us being around each other was still pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And, and Colorado, you know, changed that, you know, uh, as far as it goes. But it wasn't a, and I remember being, you know, bummed that he was going out there and, you know, for, for me and my selfish reasons. Yeah. But, you know, to see him go out there and step out there on faith and take his family out there to do that, I mean, the is is is, a, is an amazing feat and a, an amazing thing. You know, and how many people would not do that? You know, as far as it goes, and so seeing him do that was it was was awesome. Um, and and I can't tell you how that how that would have how that affected me in terms of my decisions years later with stepping out and leaving Print Depot. I mean, you know, just yeah. you know, you, you know, you see these. These inf- these influential things happen in your life, and like you know, uh, we are affected by them even in ways we don't even see. You know, as yeah. far as it goes. But yeah, like I said, our our you know our our paths diverted right there pretty pretty solidly. But like you said, it, it was past friendship. You know, it was brotherhood. And, you know, it, he is my brother as far as it goes. And and even though we may not speak, like we came you know we've we've had we've had lunches and we've we've gotten together since you know for years now since he's gotten back um but there's kind of there there they would be sporadic or whatever you know yeah. um and then the softball thing picked up and it's like we never even it's like we never even left the, the page That's i mean awesome. you know it was right back into hey man what are you doing and then right back into the jokes right back into the comfortable familiarity yeah right back into everything like nothing nothing changed at all you know it's like you know so i mean that's awesome because i think that's really what makes what you're talking about yeah you know it's like if i think if that you know bond wasn't so strong i don't think it would be the case yeah so i think that definitely plays a role in it but like i love it it kind of regardless of like the different paths that you may take in life as an individual because that bond is so deep and you kind of circle back to it yeah, right. Sure. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah, and when you come back to it, it's just like you, like yeah. you never left off. Exactly. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about this earlier. So I was leaving work about how it was. It, it, and it's what he's alluding to, but it was never awkward. Like, <laughs> like if I if I see certain people now who maybe I was friends with at some point, and you try to have a conversation with them, yeah. it's, it's awkward or yeah. weird. You just don't know what to say. You don't have that that common connection. It's, it's unaligned. Yeah. And 
but it's kind of strange with Jake Hill because we, we have had divergence in paths, nothing bad. Again, it's, whether it's career, whether it's family, it could be you know going on mission, whatever it might be. Uh, it always we always have gravitated back kind of towards each other, and and it's just like he said, it's like we're on the same page, and we and we start making the same jokes we've always made, or cracking new ones, or right. whatever. I'm talking about it's just. Good time, man. The, yeah, the give and take is, is just right back where where it was, and he's right. I mean, you know, you, that, and that you can I can tell you real quick who you, who your friends are or who your people past you know more than friends are when you start thinking about do I want to speak with this person again? You know, because like, like you said about the high school people, I'm, I mean, people out of high school and college that I associate with, and it's literally two people aside from him. You know, that's it. And well, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, people come to church like Derek and stuff. You know, they I went to high school with him, but in terms of like. <laughs> You know, real close friends that I continue a, a relationship with. It's a, it's it's three it's three people. You know, as far as it goes. You know, wow. And um, and I mean, that's just what happens. And I, and that's and that's not to say it's bad. Right. I mean, you really only have the mental capacity to have so many good friendships. I mean, yeah. you can have acquaintances, and you can have people that are you know that are that are work friends that you speak to and joke with, and maybe y'all hang out. But the moment you leave the job or they leave the job, your relationship's over. Yeah. And that's just the way, that, that's okay to have. I mean, you know, but I mean, to have a real concerted friendship, you know, you don't, you only have the, if you've got a family, you only have the capacity for so many of those, you know, and so, you know, it's just, that's just the way it is. And I think some people get that confused, you know, as far as it goes. They think, man, I, you know, I don't have that many friends. Well, I mean, it's not a matter of the, 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 the quantity, it's the quality of that friendship as far as it goes, you know, or, or, or bondship, or yeah. whatever you want to say. You know. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, you bring up, you know, so many different ways that you can kind of go with this topic. Cause it's like, you know, with both of you guys starting out as kids and now, you know, kind of, you know, you kind of see the progression of, you know, okay, get out of uh, school, get out of college, you know, get into, you know, your careers, you know, get married, you know, have kids. That's kind of, you kind of see the progression a little bit. And that's interesting. It's got to be rewarding for like you guys to kind of see each other grow like to see that you know to see them have a family and things like that that's got to be interesting yeah it definitely is for me I'm talking about so again just where he's at where he's at with his his family where you know um, he's at with his career all those things are are rewarding for me not because I had any bearing on any of them I did get a chance to Officiate his and uh, Brooke's yep. wedding. Now, that was a that's a yeah. highlight, and that's a cool moment oh, wow, in my life. Cool. It was, yeah, yeah that's my first wedding. Uh, so <laughs> I got to do, and it, it was just it was good. Uh, but with that being said, just to see him come along and, and again become the father and the husband that he is, um, in a lot of ways, God challenged him on certain things of whether that's you know fatherhood or man manhood or whatever it may be. I know he's a part of a lot of different things going on in his life. And then also, you know, career wise, to see that he, he went from, you know, picking up some odd jobs here and there as far as uh, getting contracted, I guess, uh, for these jobs. And, and now it turned into, um, you know, we were talking the other day, anywhere from seven to 12 months out uh, that he could be looking at that, that he, he has work. And I'm talking about, so that, Tells me how far you know he's come, and um, and I just think it takes a lot of trust, and just uh, it's a it's a good thing to, to see and 
encourages me and I'm out. Uh, that's, that's what we're here for. Encouraging edify one another. So yeah, and that's what friendship. That's what real friendships do. Iron sharpens iron. Right. You know, yeah. I, I feed off of him. He feeds off of me in terms of you know seeing them, seeing different things happen in our lives as far as it goes. You know, because you see your, you know you see somebody go, you see a good friend do something, and you go, man, that's awesome. What could I do? You know, you know, it's, it, it it gets your brain thinking. It makes you, it pushes you, and challenges you in in certain ways. You know, as far as it goes. Um, so add to that too, just because I got me thinking. I've been thinking about this conversation for a couple weeks now at different points in time, and I think most friendships, like you know, it's not bad. They kind of come and go, right? And I'm not based on work or based on you know you uh, wherever you may live or where you go to school, those kind of things, but. Um, I look at our culture today it's a it's consumeristic culture right we tend to consume a lot of things and I, I just think about how relationships almost seem geared to consume um, meaning like what can J. Caleb do for me like, and then once that's gone the relationship no longer exists I think that's, that's what a lot of friendships so to say hinge on today um, where for me it's, it's not about what can J.K. provide for me or for, you know, what can I consume from him, get out of him as a friend and then, you know, once he's used up, I don't need him anymore. Um, more so, it's just the joy of seeing who he is, what he's become and just ultimately uh, just that mutual bond that we have and I, I think that gets lost a lot in, in today's time where people are just in relationships even or friendships whatever it may be it's just there to consume what the other person has and then and then to not be a part of it and I've been a part of relationships like that before where it's, it's kind of give or take and then you're gone um, where for mine of his sake and I'm like, that's just not the case and I don't know what one thing if there if it was a book written on it if what one thing makes it sustainable but I think there's a lot of things that I would say probably sh- shared experience makes yeah. it sustainable. Yeah, uh, no, 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 that's probably not, that's probably not the, the, the right, the complete answer to that. But I mean, well, I mean, you know, the best way to become friends is to, is to get in the trenches with each other real quick, you know, and, and, and me and him went through, you know, uh, random struggles as, as teenage boys, as far as it goes, random things, you know, nothing major life changing traumatic event or anything like that, you know, um, <laughs> But I mean, just those small little high school dramas that would unfold yeah, or whatever. You totally. Know, there, you know, it starts there, you know, and then it just builds out, builds out from that point, and and you know, um, not, it, it becomes a bit of a, a I don't want to say habitual relation. You know, just you just that's who, that's, no, that's just who you belong to yeah. and lean into as far as it goes. You know, and then it just becomes comfortable and 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 easy at that point after you've been through you know so much so many random things together you know and so and then that gets ingrained and then there it is for you know there it is for the rest of your life I mean not not to not to compare ourselves but like you know people guys who go to the war together you know they remain yeah. friends even if they don't speak they remain friends forever you know and so like not that many would be on that level of some sort of event I'm just saying that same kinship is formed absolutely and it you know over uh, 15 years yeah you know. I think I think it's just like you know I think that's just like anything like important experiences will make it stronger mm. now whether that's a negative experience or a positive experience I think both oftentimes has the power to do that I think negative experiences if y'all had, if y'all both were you know involved in you know difficult times in your life that you're able to yeah. lean on each other for I think that 
is probably more powerful than yes. a positive experience because of the seriousness of well, it. Well, it unifies you. It puts a united front against a, a common out, a common enemy. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, even Absolutely. if it's something that's not, even something that's ethereal or something that's not yeah. a physical person or a physical yeah. event, you know, it still just unites you together. That's awesome. I think, yeah. I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I really do. How's that, that as dads, how do you kind of instill those traits in your kids with them in their social circles and friends? And even, oh. you know, JK, you, well, you have two kids with like them as each other, but with having two twin girls with maybe their relationship as well. How do you? At least for me, for especially my, my son at this point in his life, just some of the conversations I've had with him is don't allow your friendships right now to define what you want to become in the future. Wow. Yeah. And the reason that is, is because, again, there's not a single person in, that I graduated with that that I have, you know, seen or ate with or talked to and uh, in some time, other than just passing in, in passing moments of saying, hey, or how's yeah. life or whatever. I'm talking about like meaningful conversations. Um, so, you know, my goal for him is, you know, I'm glad if he finds a friend like Jake Caleb, hang on to him um, because those are important. Um, but in reality, uh, you know, make sure you can trust those people, lean on them, uh, all the things, and be in the trenches with them like he, like he talked about because at the end of the day, uh, I saw a lot of people make bad decisions based on what they, they thought were friendships at the time that had lifelong effects on them. And so for me, especially teaching my son, that I want him to understand that about friendship and brotherhood. And, and he's got some friends he's close to, and I, I hope he, you know, he holds on to those things. Um, uh, and he finds, you know, those friends to kind of keep close over time, whether that happens later in adulthood or whatever it may be, uh, or when he's younger. So um, I'll let J.K. speak to us, the girl. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same thing. I, with, with Harper and Haven, I hope they always had a built-in built in friend because they're right there, same age, right there with each other. I know they're getting ready to hit their, you know, uh, they're getting ready to hit their tw- 11, 12, and then their teenage years. And I'm almost positive they're going to separate. I mean, you know, they're going, they're, they're going to, Harper's going to want her friends, Haven's going to want hers, and they're going, to, there's going to be a a, 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 a rift that I would probably call that's going to happen somewhere along the lines. Is that inherently a negative thing? Would you say? I would say it'll hurt me to see it happen, um, and it may not. You know, you know, like it may not, but. I would, I would, I would figure they're going because they're going to, they're going to, going to want to grow up and be their own independent women. Well, yeah. So Harper's going to want her own way, and Haven's going to want her own way. And so, and I don't want to say when I say rift, I don't, I don't mean like they're going to hate each other, which there probably will be days to hate each other. But um, that's 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 the family and sisterhood at that point. But anyways, you know, um, <laughs> they'll they'll, they'll uh, you know, I, I I hope they always know they they can. I hope they can always know they can't can count on each other and be with each other and and lean on each other because I mean having that. Having that person that you can vent to or you can talk to or you can just, you know, lean on or whatever and you don't have to think about it is such even is just a mental release. Like, you know, you're not you're not you're not alone and we're not built to be alone. We're built to we're relational beings. Yeah. And so them always knowing they have each other, I hope that they rely on that. And for me, for me, I'm not sure how to teach that other than I hope it's caught, not taught. So they see me and, you know, me and Jeff being friends or they see, you know, me and they just see me you know, fostering good relationships with people Absolutely. around me. And so they will hopefully 
go that way, you know. And so, and, and, and for me as a dad, not trying to drive some sort of rift between me and them where they don't want to include me in certain circles. And I know they're going to grow up and they're going to not tell dad stuff and they're going to want to, again, be their own independent women. I'm, I'm, I understand that that's going to happen. But I'm ho- I hope that I can always keep the lanes open so they know they can come back to dad if something goes south or whatever, right. you know. And, and, and I think, you know, if they see that relationship between me and them, and for, between them and their mom, not just, you know, not, not the leave, you know, uh, as far as it goes, but they see that, then hopefully that'll, that'll keep them open-minded toward the, you know, their relationship with each other and toward other, you know, other relationships as far as it goes, you know, yeah. you know, so. That's great. That really is. I think that's, that's a wonderful answer to that because I think those are things that, number one, you can instill in them, but at the same time, that's something that you can show them mm-hmm. even more and then they'll apply it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk, you know, you talk about, you know, traveling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, of course, I know you've, you know, jet set everywhere, but so I didn't know you were a big traveler. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Tell me so, about that. I know you went to a mission trip. I don't know if you consider that a vacation, but yeah, yeah. So I, I, I kind of tell me about that. Categorize, I guess, different trips, right? You got family, uh, I've done some stuff with school and then also have uh, done mission trips. So um, and Jake's done a lot of those things too. I'm talking about. I know he went to Mexico um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, some time ago now, but uh, myself, I went to Honduras and, and Bangladesh, um, and then I think I remember him going to um, to France and England, I believe, uh, in high school. Mm-hmm. And then I've been to as far as uh, Sweden and Denmark. So. Uh, the wow. impact that it had on me is I didn't have a lot of money growing up. My family just didn't didn't have a um, a lot to spend in that way. Uh, so one of the things I got to go to the beach with him and his family about every summer and, and just had a blast. And, and I'm out, it's just it, you don't know what you appreciate until yeah. yeah about, I didn't yeah I know I didn't I didn't have all those things. So that to me was that was my summer. Like that's that was fun to do and. Yeah. Again, you know, those are memories that we have. <clears throat> and um, traveling with his dad, who who's awesome, uh, by the way. I should have gave Steve some mm. kudos to mm. earlier because mm. uh, he put up with a lot of stuff for me. And, and um, we were and, forced to listen to Neil Young. And I still do this in my truck. The driver driver calls radio. Well, oh, yeah, that's no yeah, other way around, no other way around that. So we were cassette. Cat Stevens and cassette deck Neil Young, and then once the cassette ended, flip it over and start on the other side. I just see four hours, and like now, I actually, I actually like Neil Young songs now, like as a because I guess because he, he, he traumatized the yeah. As a, as he beats a it, you beat it into someone's head enough, they'll yeah, they like come it. back to it, you know. It, yeah, it's true. No matter, there's songs in it. There's one right now that comes to mind, but I won't, I won't say what it is. Um, and you know we we went to the beach with just me him and his dad one year. Yeah, oh, wow. and what know, was that like? That was a trip, that was man. That was good. fun. That was fun. The what month. is your dad like? Because I've met him. Mm. I've only talked to him like once. Mm. Yeah, and it's just hey. Yeah, yeah. What is that like? He's like the, he's like a, he's like Bigfoot. You know, you catch him in the wild, and, that's, <laughs> and then he's gone. Yeah, you yeah. see him from afar. Exactly. My, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know, he's a he's a he's you know. Uh, uh, Burly, quiet man, as far as it goes, you know. Um, and you know, growing up, I was definitely afraid of him. <laughs> um, you know, so but going to the beach with him was a was a trip. And there's things we can't talk about 
on this podcast <laughs> on that trip. Well, okay. Uh, but we had a good time. You know, you knew you were going to be safe. Yeah. You weren't going to let nothing happen to you. That's right. And he wasn't going to let you do nothing insanely stupid. Um, <laughs> you know. And uh, he was probably going to hurl a cuss word or two at yeah. passing drivers. Yeah. You know? And then um, he's going to take you to some restaurants that you wouldn't only go to with your <laughs> mother and sister. Yeah, that's right. That's so, <laughs> so, so true. I think I know. Yeah, oh, man. You that's know, so I, found, I found the receipt for that trip cleaning out my closet to move to my new shop. Really? And I put it up. Awesome. I found the receipt and with the girl's name on the bottom of it, Brandy. <laughs> Oh, Brandy. Mm, seriously. Her phone number at the bottom? Uh, no, it was, it was her name, and she put a heart over her eye. Over the eye. I kid you not. Yeah. Yes, I can show you the receipt. That's awesome. Mm. <laughs> it was a, man, yeah. Jeff's so, getting a little blush in the no, face no, now. No, it, was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun, though, in, the, in those trips. So, mm-hmm. to kind of wrap back around to that, so out of that kind of stuff, and, and I, I had a teacher, too, who invested a lot in me, um, and made sure I went on the senior trip to New York and, and the trip to DC. And because my parents were not college graduates, I got classified into like a at risk 40 group going into college. But that gave me opportunities to travel like New Orleans and, and to Florida and places that honestly, my family just didn't take vacations and trips. So it just opened my eyes, especially in New York and DC and yeah. Pennsylvania too. And since then, I don't, I don't know. I guess I've been, 33 or 34 states. I, I, right. I don't know. So we, we've traveled by car. We traveled by airplane. Um, and, and some of the best trips I've been on is, has been in the car with, you know, other friends, um, whether it's going out West or, or even with my, my family going places, um, or up, up North as well with some friends. And so, yeah, me and me and Jake have been working on a trip mm-hmm. for me and him. And we don't know what that's going to look like yet, mm-hmm. but it's, um, I'm looking forward to hitting the road. It's it's just nothing like it to me. There is a there is a side of me. It's like him when you're trying to get from point A to point B. I just want to get to point B. B. Um, but when it's a road trip, it's different because yeah. it's just a different. The journey field. is the, the, the that's journey right. Is the trip. Yeah, well, you know, that's like the main. That's what like what's special exactly. about it, right? And that changes your perspective on on things right. as far as it goes. Yeah. And, yeah, well, you know, my mom and dad, mom and dad didn't go. We got to go on the family vacation every year, but mom and dad didn't travel outside of that. Wow. You know, we didn't go nowhere. Well, I mean, we might occasionally randomly go to the mountains. I mean, you know, some random time or whatever, you know. But, I mean, me, Mary, and Brooke, um, her family the same way. I don't think they, if I'm not mistaken, they didn't travel very often either, but she wanted to travel. And so, like, yeah. you know, that's what we've done ever since then, you know, uh, as far as it goes. Um, you know, we're leaving Tuesday to go to the, to the mountains for a week. That'd be know? fun. Um but, uh, because yeah. I've never like, like, and like right now, like, you know, you take the annual trip to the beach. I think that's something that's really popular around here yeah, as far yeah, as vacations yeah. go. You know, you go to, that's especially right. Model Beach for a week. Model Beach since 2003. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Good but on you. I love it. I, and I stay in Ocean Lakes, and I know that everyone overall, you know, yeah. thought he hates it, mm. but I like yeah, it. Well, that's because you're. 15. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, man, you're supposed to love it. You and kind of get fun. on a strip and cruise. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's my that's my favorite. Yeah. Thing to do there. Yeah, when, when you're I was 37, that's not your favorite thing to do. <laughs> right, because you see the same people from Blackford. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, hey. And, and I don't want to touch another stranger's hands at 37. Why? Years. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I don't want to listen to your, I don't want to be subjected to your music. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to smile on your face. I don't want to touch you. 
I want to be in the quiet of my bedroom. Yeah. Dick Hale's making me have memories of his senior weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was gosh. a completely different thing. Again, yeah. 180 from where I would have been. I'm sorry. Now. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, and like, I'm sure that you, there's, you know, doing that at 10, at, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, riding around, slapping hands and... Mm. listening to everybody in the mother's music that's probably not exactly on your top shorts for what you want to do yeah. when you're on a vacation at, at not when you're 37 not when you're 37 that's what I'm saying for you for you but well, I, yeah. I would say this like even as you get older like you get out of your teens and into your 20s I don't know my, my encouragement to anybody's travel because mm. you see different parts yeah. of the world if you if you go internationally you see different parts of various cultures if you study even domestically and it just gives you the opportunity to learn so much and, and to understand and appreciate other cultures, other food, um, you know, whatever it may be. And that doesn't <clears throat> you know, it doesn't mean that you have to assimilate in that culture or anything like that. It's uh-huh. just it just you enjoy it and you see it and it gives you something yeah. to be like, you know, I've been there or I understand where those people's perspective is coming yeah, from. Yeah, um, totally. You know, when you go to a third world country like Bangladesh and you see children who enjoy getting a peppermint and then my kids at home, it's like, you know, that's what I try to teach them. It's, it's like, you know, if, if if they don't have their candy for the night or something, they, they get upset. And I'm just like, man, it just it puts perspective in your life. I bet so. Because so. I have, Yeah, go ahead. No, go. I was, I was, like, well, you know, I was just going to say, I haven't really like, <laughs> like, I was... It's funny that we keep talking about this because that's something that has come up in a lot of conversations, both on, both on, but really off it. I've talked with several, you know, different people in the last couple of weeks about that and about the importance of that. And you know, I, I think you, with me being, you know, such a big, you know, interest in history, yeah. but also that just cultural and art. And you know, mm-hmm. I was talking on the podcast last week with Luke that was on about how who has been all over, but I was talking about how you can tell how like. Virtually people are the same everywhere, but the reason that we have different cultures is because of, like, different things. Like, the reason uh, we have, you know, like, the reason Chinese food is Chinese food or Mexican food is Mexican food because that's what they have. Mm-hmm. So, before we had, you know, international trade, we just, you, you have what you have around you. But there's something kind of cool about that because you can kind of harvest that culture mm-hmm. and that now, well, you know, I can go to Mexico if I want to. If I want to fly to China, I can. You know, you kind of have, you kind of get to taste it and you really get to see the world and I think that's really something special about that because you know for me I love you know you know I haven't been out of the country but I, I, I do enjoy you know I've watched a lot of travel documentaries and about different cultures so I think that's something that's really beautiful because it expands your view of the world and I feel like right now with you know us you know living in Blacksburg it's you know a small town that is very easy to do you don't have to step out too far to realize that. I mean, you know, we go to, you know, Shelby or Charlotte or Charleston, and we think that's, oh, I do. And I think that's, a, you know, a very big different thing. Right. But. Yeah, we didn't go to. Yeah. We didn't go to Spartanburg. When I was, when I was, like, going right. to Spartanburg was a, was a trip. Uh, yeah. I didn't go to Outback to eat until I was in my teens. First trip to Outback. I think you've told me that. Why was that? You just yeah. didn't do that? My parents didn't go out. We didn't go. You know, and I think, like, traveling anywhere pushes your, your your boundaries, pushes the boundaries of your limit, yeah. your, your, your personal limits. It puts you out of your out of your comfort zone. Even if you're going to travel to Greenville and somewhere just four or five minutes down the road, somewhere yeah. you don't know, it puts you in an area that you're not familiar with and you can experience that and it, that pushes yourself and it gives you kind of a resilient point of, hey, I've done that. 
Now I can go do this. I, I, I can go do this now. Yeah. You know, as far as it goes, you know. So I mean, like, it pushes your boundaries, it expands your mind, it, it just it lets you understand that you can go and do, yeah. and not just even go and do. You might bring that back home, and it may be something related to work or something related to your family. Where like you're like, oh, I can do that. Look how I've done this over here. Yeah. You know, and it just it just opens up your world more. That's awesome. And and it also gets you out of an echo chamber. Totally. Of your, go ahead. Yep. That's no. That was that. I was literally just going to use the phrase echo chamber. No, really. That's, that's, it, yeah. it gets you out of your echo yeah, chamber. Yeah, I was just going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. And I mean, and, and you learn you learn empathy. Yeah. You learn all kind of stuff. I mean, you can learn empathy from other things too, but well, sure. it does get you. In a different frame of mind, you know, as far as it goes. And it puts you into the unknown because you don't know that area. And again, people tend to fear the unknown. And when you go into the area and you go, well, that wasn't so bad. That's, that, that is absolutely great. We have to take a quick break real quick. Let's just going to shut off. But Emotion. like you were saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, we we fear the unknown. Yes. It doesn't matter in whatever aspect it is, whether it's stepping out into your own business or whether it's traveling 45 minutes down the highway or going to another country or going where or doing where getting married or a child or being a parent you know we fear yeah. the unknown because we don't know it and then usually when we get there it's like oh it's not so bad that's awesome you know but we do, the, the the unknowing part of it is what we fear and so I mean by going and traveling going and doing that kind of stuff it just increases your capacity to continue to push into whatever area you area you may be facing the unknown in why do you think we feel that so much is it because we feel uncertainty or uncomfortability? Because we're, I mean, it's, yeah, you're, you're, well, I mean, it's the, why are people afraid of the dark? I don't know what's out there. Yeah. And we often, and because we're built on, we're at our base, our base, base life is survival. Mm-hmm. And so in the dark, I don't want to leave, I don't want to leave the fire at night because that's where the predators are at. That's, yeah. where, that's where the negative's at. And even though that's not necessarily the case, that's where they're at. You know, my mind fills the gap for me. Yeah. And so you just don't want to go into that area and you take that same mindset and you apply it to every aspect of your life, you know. But don't you think, yes, that was beautiful, but don't you think that once you, not always the case, but like when you had to step out and you started your own thing mm-hmm. for walk or when you, you know, moved to Colorado or whatever it may have been, didn't you find once you got there that the unknown wasn't that bad yes. and that it was ultimately yep. gratifying because yep. I think that's where faith comes I think that's where mm-hmm. faith comes back if we step out on a leap of faith we ultimately find out that and I think faith helps along the way too I think that keeps us grounded and keeps us moving in the right direction but I think that once we get to that spot I think it's kind of satisfying I think it's kind of nice to kind of see where you've been mm-hmm. and see oh you know what this was a good thing that happened that I did that. And I think with, you know, with y'all being, you know, such close friends, I think that really helps. Yeah. I definitely think it involves, involves a lot of getting out of your comfort. Um, and going back to the fear, we're comfortable We're we like what we know. Um, so, you know, when it comes to life, that's just, that's how it goes. That's a, that's a life lesson. It's just, you're you're constantly you can you're either going to live a shelter life or either you're going to journey out of it and you're going to step out and and push yourself beyond that and mm-hmm. so that's really what we're talking about here tonight it ultimately is is how you know our, our friendship has kind of sustained through those things but also it's been awesome to see how we've we've went through that journey of life together or at different points and, and see where we're both at now yeah three and, years later I say look at Jeff he went to Colorado. <clears throat> To his whole family, I can do this song. I can do this business. I can yeah. do this business. I can step out on my own. Yeah. You know. Would you say that was the key for it? 
No, I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> no, it would have been. A, I mean, I mean, it would it would all factored in there. I mean, yeah. me going back that far, I mean, I can't tell you what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, as far as it goes. <laughs> I meant when you say those kind of <laughs> of what I was thinking. I meant did you? Not in a bad way. What I was thinking. Yeah. I can't tell you, my friend. I can't remember what I've done last week. <laughs> I think man. there's a lot of things that lead to to taking steps of faith. Like mm-hmm. going to Colorado for me wasn't just one thing. It was it was a lot of different things in life that led me to that moment. Why so, did you do that? Well, we we moved out there to do some mission work okay. and, and church planning. So we we stayed about a year, uh, right at a year, um, before we came back, and a lot of that had to do with my son's health. But <clears throat> but at the same time, doing being out there on our own and and having to live in the midst of the, our neighborhood and and getting to know and forcing ourselves to get to know our neighbors and inviting them over and sharing life with them. Um, end up becoming good friends with a couple out there we we flew out there and saw two years ago and uh, ended up marrying them too they flew here and married them so those kind of things you wonder sometimes like why did god send me to colorado for a year it doesn't seem to make sense when you're coming back and you feel like a failure but then it's like you remember that he's put people in your path in in ways that you'll never understand completely and so it's just a part of the journey ultimately and and kind of going you know just back to mine and his trip what i'm looking forward to is man we're gonna make memories yep (laughs) we're gonna laugh and probably uh (laughs) come back with some some things that we'll remember for the rest of our life we're gonna have to redo this after this yeah right and we're gonna we're gonna you know probably talk about things whether you know life things theological things or whatever it might be until whatever comes up but that's that's the beauty of, of traveling and, and going on a journey with with a good friend too is is having that opportunity whether you you know if everything's quiet and you're just traveling on the road you got music on you traveling on the road is it things are going to come up just just normally so yeah. i think um we you know it's, it's a good opportunity for that and it's just it's another uh, I don't know. Stamp on our friendship of uh, that'll be to me lifelong, um, and mm. you know, and our our paths will continue. I don't. They may diverge or divert again one day. Just diverge uh, or you know, come back together again. So, yeah, um, yeah it's it's been good. Man. Yeah. Well, and I think you know, again, speaking to the the, the bondship that's 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 there and ingrained. Like we started talking about this last year, before last November. Um, you know, and like we, you know, up, up to that point, up until two or two and a half years ago or whatever, three years ago, you know, we had, we had, we weren't speaking on a, on a regular basis just because our lives were on different paths. And then all of a sudden we were back together and I said something about me always wanting, this all started because I take that trip to Vegas every year. I go yeah. to Vegas for my, for my work. And I said, I always wanted to drive to Vegas, just, you know, drive across country. And the moment I said it, he was like, all right. And I was like. All right. Like I was, there was no, there was That's no awesome. hesitation, no question about. Now we've since changed. We're not going to go. I'm not driving to Vegas because I, I understand now. My time in Vegas is I need to get in and go as quickly as possible. <laughs> I was going to say I just picture y'all in this, Vegas. This, year, this yeah, this year taught me the best way is for me to stay as shortest time as possible and get back home. Go I think right we on. talked right after your trip to Vegas. We may have. Um, I can't remember. Um, like I said, I can't remember what I done last week. Um, but you know, but understand, but this, but even though we're not going to do the Vegas thing, like we're still going to go on a four or five day trip to, well, I don't know, you know, throw, throw a dart on the map, and and, and we're either going to drive there to go there, or we're going to journey there and turn around and come right back. You know, in terms of like 
you know, drive, taking our sweet time to get there, do it two or three days, and yeah. taking our sweet time back. That's awesome. You know, as far as it goes, so no, no, no real goal, yeah, no objective, no other than to, other than to eat at places, and yeah. you know, yeah. as far as it goes. So that's awesome. You know, so yeah, we're both. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll, it'll be a right. And, and here's the thing, you know, all my previous travel experience, um, which I wouldn't even say is like super in depth or anything, but just all my previous travel experience. You know, has has readied me for. Let's just go. Like I don't even know how we're going to sleep. Like I don't even know. I have. It's not even. Not even come up. We're just going to go. And we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. Sometimes that's the best way, just to go figure it out. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like knowing that, you know, just knowing that now, uh, and I'm going to be with him, and I know he's got that. We both have each other's back, and we're both. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be. It's going to be an interesting trip. That is incredible. You know, a couple guns probably with us too. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I know you too. I know. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a pistol. I know he will. Yeah. Are you are you are you can still carry a permit person? I need to be. I went through the test, but never done the slid background. Oh, you're one of those. You know, (laughs) places like New York and stuff probably still arrest us for having our trunk and stuff. Oh gosh. (laughs) Yeah, they they got tight laws there, but uh, I know you will with the security team. I feel good. Oh yeah, don't worry. I'll have a gun or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, a couple of knives. Yeah, yeah there you go. There we go. We'll, he can get it. He can get in close. Worst case scenario. Hey, it, yeah. uh, a knife won't ever jam. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, whoa, that's a good. <laughs> what would you say is like? And I feel like we're in a really good spot right now. But at the same, where would you say is just like over the course of you know y'all hanging out? What is just like an absolutely hilarious, just insane story? <laughs> I want to take it there. Mm. Mm. You should have asked him this before and gave me time to <laughs> yeah. gave me time to ruminate on the past twenty years of jail. Mm. Gee, the past twenty years of jail, what? Jail. For oh. jail. Uh, I mean, I had the wreck at the beach. That was oh, interesting. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting event. What happened there? Uh, I just thought if I'd be necessarily a crazy story. I just, well, I, mean, I, I put, <laughs> I put my sister's Mazda Miata. <laughs> What? In, a, in a ditch at the beach. Yeah, it was senior week, and uh, it was, you know down at the beach. It, this, I, I wouldn't even necessarily say this is a, this is a story we need to tell because it's not that great. But I mean, like well, they were, he was with me. He was, they were in a car beside me, yeah. and my, my other friend was with me in the, in the car. And I turned, I turned in one of those medians, and I turned right into a ditch. Like I mean, a, a legitimate. Put the car nose down in a ditch, and it was oh. pissing rain. Yeah, it was wow. a and like, she couldn't see. Like the, the, it didn't look like a ditch. It just it was so full of water. I oh, think. so it's nighttime. It's raining. Oh, it's the, night, the moment I open my car door, the water is at level with the car. Yeah, wow. Right, and like I and I, you know I'm in a, a front drive. Like I said, Maz, not Miata. What I say, Mazda, Mazda Mirage. Not a Miata. It was a Mirage. I'm trying to figure out like, who let you drive like, a Mazda at 18. It was like, a, well, it, Lacey had it. And like I had a 84, 85 pickup truck. So I mean, driving to the beach in that would not be cool, uh, economical in terms of money oh. uh, as far as gas. So Lacey let me take her car. <laughs> and then I put that, and I put that thing right in the ditch. I and think then, we dented something under her car. Cause, well, I wouldn't say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A pipe or something. Uh, I don't we, remember. Yeah, and then but that like, was a joyous I, moment. <laughs> I got stuck and couldn't get out, and I was spinning tires and stuff. And then some, these good Samaritans came by with a chain and and pulled us out. But you know, he's right there with me on the side of the road, you know. And I'm freaking out because I'm thinking my dad's gonna kill me, um, literally, gonna murder me. <laughs> And uh, or, or, or at least, <laughs> or at least, put me in a coma. And then when I wake up five years later, I get told why I'm in the coma. Yeah. Of, you know, well, you wrecked your car. Remember? 
um, you deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the repercussions. And I remember like three weeks later, Daddy was doing something and he opened up the <laughs> he opened up the hood of that that mirage and it had sand and mud all on top of it. And he said, he said, he said, what's where all this mud and sand come from? And I said, I don't know, maybe that maybe. Maybe Lexi got stuck somewhere. <laughs> oh my gosh, she put it back on home. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, awful. Lacey, Lacey at that, you know, she's, she's what? I'm, I'm 17, she's been 20. I mean, she's a girl driving a car. Who yeah. Knows? They know. We'd all believe Women that. driving yeah. cars, I mean, yeah. you know, we're mud, mud, and I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, That's all. Awesome. Uh, so I, I don't know if that'd be. I said, I'm gonna have to use that. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a sister, but yeah, that's funny. I remember we set that toy, that toy, that, that truck on fire, little that thing, and you threw it in the lake. But I said that wasn't gonna a crazy story. We we're just messing around, burning stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, right. And we couldn't put it out. <laughs> what happened? You you set and a truck just, on we're fire? Just, we're just burning stuff. Like we're out, we're burning like I can't remember that day. Do you remember doing that at all? Vaguely. Was it like a file that y'all had, or you just just? We were just lighting stuff on fire. (laughs) Oh my god! Like, and we were down. Like, uh, I don't know. I used to have a when I still have a bus, like a school bus on my property, where that was my. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's called it's painted camouflage. That's why you haven't seen it. But it's up there. Yeah, you see it every time you ride by. It's just camouflage. Keep your eye out. I'm serious. The heart attack. It's there on the side of the road. You just ain't there. Give me like two weeks to find it, and if Mm -hmm. I don't, just point it out to me. Okay. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. I'll do that. I'm. It, it's there get it. and it's painted camouflage like I, I kid you not um, <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway so we were down uh, the bus was down at the lake and we were, and it used to be my playhouse or clubhouse or whatever you know just a big empty bus that my dad traded a Toyota Camry for um, I was going to say how did you get a yeah, bus he traded, you know because that's what happens yeah <laughs> it's, that's Black's fault yeah, that's what <laughs> happens in Black's fault that's the trading system Toyota Camry do you want this bus and my dad was like yeah <laughs> uh, but anyways we were down there burning stuff in the bus, light things on fire, and we just lit this this truck on fire. It was a, I don't know, not, what a toy. It was like a model truck or something, and we lit it on fire, and then we couldn't put it out. And so Jeff ran down with it in his hand on fire, ran down to the lake and just <laughs> launched it into the lake, man. Yeah. And that was that got rid of the evidence. Yeah, you never saw it again. We didn't no burn one ever saw it again. Off like the rest of the day. Yeah. Was, yeah. We, yeah, we shut it down after that. Yeah, no, we did not know after that. Yeah, well, I'm sure we could think of a lot of. Uh, do you, do any come to your mind that you feel like he's missing? There's a couple. Oh. Of my, there's a couple of them I'm not gonna mention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah just because again, we're on a Christian based podcast. Are we? Yeah. Well, okay. no. Listen, yeah. No, my, we, people yeah. who respect us listen to this. Thing, <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> we want to keep it that way. We just keep. Uh, we're thankful we, for. We just, especially keep the veil up. We're thankful for a lot of grace. Yeah, I was gonna say that could be God's grace. I will say, you know there. It's not like we done anything just super horrible. Yeah. We weren't. We, weren't we didn't punch kids. an old lady on the side of the road. Right <laughs> yeah, off like yeah, that. we weren't. Yeah. We weren't in, into. Because that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking you guys were punching old ladies yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah, we're, we're not getting lit on the weekends or anything yeah. like no, that. We're no. just we're goofing off, having fun, and then yeah. being kids. It, yeah, yeah, it, man, it made a. It, it, it was a ton of fun, uh, <laughs> and I wouldn't take it back it for was, anything. So, it was, man. and uh, so I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I'm sure I probably could think of a story. Um, about 20 minutes after we leave here, I'll be like, we should have <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> that one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. awesome. About that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's there's so many mini stories to our life, like little small yeah. things that just yeah. make me laugh every now and then when I think about stuff uh, mm-hmm. that, that is just crazy and insane. Awesome. Um, 
But yeah, we one big thing we used to do too. Uh, I'll say this is, and I think there's one of these left in the world in, in the United States is a blockbuster, right? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could share that story. Oh man, you don't have to. No. Go ahead. That's no, right. oh, you do have to. That's all right. Um, no, it's not all right. So we used to go all the time to. Yeah. Uh, well, come on. Like we said, we. We, 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 we didn't get out, but me and once we got a car, where he had, I think he had a car before I did. Um, I don't know. They right close, yeah. So we would just take trips to Shelby or Gaffney just to go eat or hang out and, mm-hmm. and goof off. He about got me killed one time, uh, passing on eighteen right here. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back, and, that was a good and time. At this point in his life, he used to drive super fast, yes. and uh, I think he had a pipe so on his on his yeah. car as a Honda Civic. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Accord, my boy. Yeah. Accord. Oh, go! And and like, I think he thought he could, he saw around the car, mm. and I could see around the other side, so I wasn't thinking anything. But he gunned it and hit it, <laughs> and then soon, obviously, he went around the this car or truck, whatever it was. He there was another car, like I don't know, probably about that point in time, twenty yards in front of us. But we're all traveling at a pretty high speed, mm. Um, mm-hmm. and he cuts it over to like we're riding the median, and we this car splits us. As is this car and, and us over here in the grass, and this car splits us, and he just jumps it back into the street and back over. Right, I'm telling the these guy. people over here, like, oh my gosh, what in the world? Like, yeah, yeah, we could easily die that day, right? Exactly, <laughs> it happened right there. If you're coming down 18, I should have died. Come yeah. 19 in front of where all those campers are at, yeah, 18, the campsite happened, happened right there. We're coming out of Gaffney, and like, I was behind oh, this car, it was going real slow, and out of that curve, and it turns straight before you get to the top of the hill, and so, like. I kind of, I've done like this, and I could see the hill was clear, and I couldn't see anybody coming right here, but there was a car in the blind spot, or the truck that I was trying to pass. And so I gunned it and got over and got up beside him, and then there was the car <laughs> head on. And so my like I just got over in the grass and just kept accelerating. I got over in the grass, and he's, the car split us. He never slowed down, and they, the truck on the other side never slowed down, and I just went on around him. But I mean, you know, so did I, you talk to him? Huh? Did they like? Was there any interaction with those people? No, no. no, no we're going. We're, 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 we're going past them in a, in a blink of an eye. Yeah. Are you talking I'm about sure the people who passed us and beside <laughs> us were like? Thank God they stayed in the lane. Yeah. Like, they didn't try to do nothing crazy. Oh, so that might have been actually bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'd have died. <laughs> well, luckily, I think he made a decision early enough, like, to get over, and they were able to tell because we both made that decision at the same time. It would have. It would have been. Probably tragic. We wouldn't be sitting here today. Yeah, we wow. died. Never died. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's good. Talk about grace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. We passed them, and you know, you talk about some some clinching moments. <laughs> some <laughs> clinching moments. Some back clinching moments. Utter silence in the car. Yeah. Like just, you hold your breath. Uh, you know. And I almost killed us at the at the beach senior week with that. I'm driving your sister's Xterra. That like, seems like it was a heck of a week. Yeah. Don't ride with me in a car. This is. <laughs> Well, Apparently, they're, they're we used to hit this stretch up here, man. Oh, like yeah. Right here is the oh, straight yeah. way up to eight, or, yeah, up, uh, Old Buffalo in the North Carolina. How fast can we be? Uh, yeah, Let's like, find how out. Fast, <laughs> how fast can this little Honda mm-hmm. pick up speed? And, man, we would gun it. I remember thinking, man, if a deer ever shoots out from these woods, which there's deer all up in there. Dead. <laughs> dead. Or and cow. It's dead. They're dead. dead. Yeah, cow was the biggest we're, concern. We're, yeah. we're the, that What's the block? What'd you say about blockbuster? Hmm. Yeah, I was making that part of our, our travel story. No, uh, we 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 just used to go there all the time. And well, uh, I didn't know there was one in Gaffney. We're firehouse all that. Yeah, we're firehouse. Really? Is firehouse still blue around top of it? Yeah, is it still blue? I think it it's is. a different shade of blue than that. Oh, kind nice. of that 
Blockbuster. Well, I know the whole that whole area is kind of blue. I bought <laughs> many DVDs from the firehouse. I'm out from firehouse from Blockbuster. From Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one in the United States now. We had a huge Blockbuster uh, collection though. for a long time. <laughs> is that what you had to do though? You had for twenty. And then yeah. we go get five oh, or man, man. load up. Oh, man. That was before streaming was a thing. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you yeah. paid $10 for Net- or $15 for Netflix a month, and you're yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, you didn't even have... that. Didn't, Netflix became a thing... 2012. Several, okay, 2012, so... Was it that late? Yeah. Streaming-wise or DVD-wise? Streaming. I thought um, DVD-wise. DVD, you, so, you could order DVDs off Netflix. Like, yeah. Like, like, you That's would, really what killed yeah, Blockbuster. They'd, they'd, come in a, they'd come in an envelope and you'd, you'd, send them, you'd watch your movie and then send it back. They'd send you the next one you list. Yeah, man. I didn't know that. That's, that's awesome. It started off as a mail a mail order uh, DVD delivery yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't have Netflix, but yeah. But yeah, so I said, well, I won't put that on public. That's fine. That's or, fine. We can, we can. Or Netflix might shut us down. <laughs> right. <Okay, so>, uh, <laughs> yeah. Me and Jake have a way of... Uh, Sharing logins <laughs> oh, yeah. so we can utilize. Uh, oh, yeah. He didn't have Netflix either, but he does. I know how that is. Yeah, yeah. until Netflix finds some way to shut that down. I'm oh, yeah. working I'll, on it. No, get so. your IP address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could have somebody come up with, "Hey, I'm John with Netflix. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah, but, but no, nah, man, I'm glad to be awesome. friends with this guy. I, yes. I love him. Well, that's um, great. You know, we're gonna be friends forever. So, man, yeah, that's and awesome. Look, yeah. Even in eternity, we're gonna be. Yeah, might not be able to share some of the same stories. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Right, so cool. man. It makes oh, memories, yeah. makes the journey. So. That's great. Amen. Well, let's close it with this. What's something that y'all would like to tell me to use in that with my friendships with people? Well, I'll, I'll kind of go back to just the way. Jake Caleb was, his whole family was, just in telling you how to deal with just people in general, and I'll use this term again, leverage your situation. Mm-hmm. Use use what God has given you for the benefit of other people. Um, and that that's a huge takeaway for me from our friendship is that that's, that, that's what stood out to me. His, his home wasn't just his house. Um, his, his, you know, his... Xbox wasn't just his Xbox. I didn't have about Xbox. You want brought? Oh, okay. I never brother. had to have one. He had the right. So this, you brought it over. He had an N sixty four. What you know, whatever was his was was mine. It's just kind of one of those relationships where that's just how the Clarks worked. I'm talking about they they invited you in their family and made you a part of it. But they they leveraged what they had to do that. And so that's the advice I would give you when you're going into friendships. And you know. I'll leave some for what what Jake may have to offer, but just um, this may not always be possible. Uh, but if you can find somebody like that that you can enjoy life with, um, and and it's not your your spouse, obviously, then do it. You know, mm-hmm. but it takes it does take work. It takes effort. Mm-hmm. I could have easily moved back from. Um, from Colorado and not ever called him again. He could have not called me. But that never was in my mindset or his. It was just like we picked right back up. So um, to you have to work at it and also use either for leverage. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what do you got? That. Well, I, uh, I would, it would be kind of twofold. I would, I would say that understand that relationships, no matter what they are, it doesn't matter if it's friendship, your, your brother, your, your parents, your relationships will ebb and flow. And 
you know, they'll come in and out of your life in various ways, and you should be comfortable with that and understand that that's going to happen. You know, and and some of them will ebb, ebb and never come back, and that's just that's 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 just the way life goes. There's nothing wrong with it. That's just the way it goes. Um, and I would you know I would say that you know friendship uh, is a choice. You know, as far as, and if you're going to have a long lasting friendship, it's a choice that you have to make. Not necessarily a choice you make daily, but a choice you have to make. You know, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going. It's going to require some amount of work and effort on your part. Mm-hmm. And you know that's just, and 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 understand that there's going to be. 95% of the people or 99% of the people that come in your life aren't going to be worth the effort after after the convenience of that relationship is over. Like if you're working at, school, work, at work, your work friends that you are super close with, when they leave or you leave and all of a sudden that friendship just doesn't seem to hold its own anymore. That's okay. That's just the way, that's the way life goes, you know, as far as it goes, you know. And, 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 and I think... Life will show you your greatest friends because by how life goes. Yeah. You know, like the fact that we did, we there was a a, a time there where we, we we didn't speak on a regular basis just because life happened. But the fact that you know when we're around each other again, it's like the the relationship never ended. You know, I think that that's a testament to the fact that life will show you who your closest friends are mm-hmm. as far as it goes. And you know, as far you know, and so. Understand that that their friendships are going to come and go, and life's going to, life's going to show you who your real friends are, and and it's okay that those relationships come and go, you know. Awesome. Yeah, so, well, guys, we appreciate you guys doing this. We really yeah. do, and Thanks for um, us. thank you for having us. That was really special. I got a lot out of it. Cool. You know, not only for you know content for the podcast, but life. And that's one of my favorite. Like I said, that's one of my favorite things about doing that is that I get so much out of it as an individual in the conversations I'm able to have. That you know, with some people. I mean, I'm sure I could, you know, call either one of you and we could talk about it. But at the same time, it's like with some people, you know, if it wasn't for the podcast, kind of being the facility for that, I wouldn't have those conversations normally. So I think that's one of the great things I enjoy about doing this. But at the same time, just, you know, talking to people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we appreciate you guys and uh, we'll be talking soon. All right. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very good.